Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Thinking on Charge podcast. This is Jonathan with Team Salt Boys. This is Ryan with Team Rays. This is Ernest with also Team Rays. What the fuck? <laughs> what did you yeah, just say? Fuck. Yeah. Not joined in it. <laughs> <laughs> and also joining us is our new soundboard. That's uh, so awesome. Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. That needs to be on there, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got. We definitely got to get some good sounds for, for this. <laughs> well, holy shit, Ernest. Um, congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate that. Ryan, you're uh, never going to get rid of Ernest, by the way. I know, right? Can we kick him off? Oh, I, got so many, I got so much shit I got to kick him off of. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody else told me that you're that I was going to be your new favorite testing partner. For the team. <laughs> I just want to point out Ernest has been on the team, I think, for like a, a, good, a good minute. And he's already he's already said in our chat, <laughs> Ryan just copies my deck stop. He's already said this. He's already given his bullshit spiel. Shit. I mean, it's not my fault that every time I make a deck, then a few few minutes later or a few days later, I've seen you you post, "Hey, I'm gonna make this deck too." <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, that is that is some news for sure. Well, uh, Houston community just got shook up a little bit. Obviously, this happened a couple weeks ago, but this is the first announcement on the pod. So, uh, yep. congrats on that. I'm getting outnumbered now, two to one on my own po- fucking podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> woo, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, I know it, but by the time I know it, we're going to have to change the name of the podcast. Thinking uh, on raise this charge. Oh, fuck. I, I, I will resign immediately. Raising, we'll call it raising the charge. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm going to commit suicide. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a lot to talk about today. Um, we actually missed something from last episode we're going to start with here. Um Obviously, next week, depending on when this releases, maybe this week, uh, History of Goku and the History of Vegeta boxes are coming out. I don't know if they're really technically a box, like an expansion side set thing. I know we talked about it either last last episode or the episode before. We, we touched on it, though. We yeah. didn't go in depth on it, I think. Is, uh, no, we didn't. We went more in depth on the foiling. Fair yeah. enough. That is fair. Uh, I have both products opened on the DBS card game webpage. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I really feel like the Vegeta box... Okay, release date is July 8th. That gives me three, four days... It's 4th of July right now, guys. So it gives me three or four days to to cut and edit and and post this. So hopefully we'll get this before the the set releases. But I really do feel like the History of Vegeta theme set is the most valuable of the two by a long shot. Can I I tell you why I agree? Why that's, why that's, like, the point in case? Yes. Well, for one, they have a better leader. Yeah. Uh, the SS4 ramp is sees more play than than uh, uh, board wipe Goku. Yes. Uh, they have a better unison, which it, Goku has the the crappy uh, King Vegeta uh, six drop unison, the one that negates the board five or less, which doesn't see any play because it's a three drop right. and it has like no protection. But the Vegeta one, they chose the Unison of Fury, the the one that says energy costs higher than the current energy can't attack. So you're already starting to see it better. It's already a better card because it sees a lot of play in sideboard for yellow because it stops things like Sun Shenron and U7 from, you know, having to worry about them. 
Um, they chose that for some reason they decided to choose the shitty fucking um, uh, set. Was it set ten? Set eleven? Um, uh, uh, no, set ten. Uh, set ten. The the Goku chain with the uh, two drop from set thirteen. I think it's from. Actually, I can see right here. It's from yeah, set thirteen. Damn, they they one point with that one. Oh yeah. Yeah, all the the shitty the shitty fucking chain that goes in the uh, the leader. You can make the you 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 can you really can't make the argument actually that the um, they made the chain because they reprinted the leader. They didn't reprint a lot of things for the six drop or for the uh, SS four Vegeta uh, in the Vegeta side. Sure, they, I think what is it? They reprinted the uh, five. They're reprinting the five drop units, which we haven't seen yet for for Goku. And they're reprinting the six drop Vegeta, but they have the whole fucking chain for um, uh, for uh, set ten Goku. Actually, sorry for uh, sets. Yeah, set ten Goku. The the five drop that also blows up the board. They have the fucking uh, the two drop that fetches out the five drop. They have the uh, the four drop that fetches out the five drop. Like, why did they reprint this whole chain? There are better cards to reprint, and there's also better leaders to reprint. There's the U7 from the newest one. Sure, you can make the argument it's too new. Don't reprint it. Well, guess what? It's sort of seen more play than this shit. Uh, you can choose um, Helku. It would have fit in line with the SS4 leaders because you have SS4 Vegeta Ultimate Evolution, and you have SS4 Goku returning from hell. Like you've got two SS4 leaders would have fit the theming very good as well. You could have chose um, Divine Presence. Uh, not a leader, but I'll also agree with you. I mean, just for <laughs> cards, right? It just would have been yeah, just, better. Just, just yeah. in cards in general, not an argument for me in the slightest. Yeah, I, I, think I do it, think that the leader they should have picked if they were because of GT. what U Seven has been the past few uh, sets. I think they should have chosen the red starter deck, uh, crit Goku. I don't agree like, with GT because G because it's it's all kind of like Goku theme. Sure, there's like cards with like you know Goku and Grandpa Go on and and Goku and and uh, Yajirobe, but like. The, the but those are more like extra cards, uh, except for the uh, the one with Grandpa Gohan. I think that's that weird two drop blue red card. Right, mm -hmm. the Kakarot. Yeah, the, the the Kakarot, not Kakarot card because yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Well, no, it is called Kakarot. Holy crap! Yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's not a real <laughs> Goku card. So uh... yeah, not, a, not even a real Goku card. Why are you printing it? It's got character Kakarot. You fucking Bandai cowards. Fucking, fucking. <laughs> you know, uh, the real point is just to deep for just a second. But I, I really do think that it would be really cool if they made a Grandpa Gohan with uh, little Goku as like a team up card, like they did for like the uh, World Martial Arts stuff. Yeah, yeah that would be really, that'd be really cool. That would be really cool. You'd be really cool. Hmm. If they had a Kid Goku card that, like, awakened into, like, a, a Dragon Ball Super Goku, and mm. it had a field spell, or no, it had, like, a field spell where it was, like, the, where it was, like, Goku and Grandpa Gohan fighting, and then had, like, a secret where it was, like, Goku recreated the uh, Goku versus Grandpa Gohan fight. Where he's, like, shadow, shadow fighting? Yeah, where he's, like, shadow boxing. Yeah, dude, that would have been, that'd be great. <laughs> the, dude, the first time I saw that they uh, like somebody showed the the comparison whenever he's doing that and showed that it was the same fight that he that he did back then, I was like, "Holy crap! Like that's so fucking cool!" It's so good. But like, but back onto the lead uh, to the yeah yeah yeah. Go back. 
but like <laughs> it, it, these these cards, like the Vegeta ones, are just better. I mean, a lot of them see play in a lot of decks. You've right. got uh, who you've the got, fuck uh, said that they should make dormant potential a fucking Vegeta card first and foremost? Like Value Town yeah. over here, holy I, shit! I don't. Yeah, I don't think that that makes sense, but uh, but I do like the artwork, and I think that the counter that they chose for for the Vegeta side is also way better than the counter that they chose for the red side, because or for the Goku side, because difference in status is a good card in one deck. It's not a universally good card in red. Uh, it's good but, in two decks. It's good in two decks. Jiren and you, uh, Jiren and GT. It's only good in one deck. Nice. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, uh, a green staple. Difference of yes. status is not a red staple. Yeah, that, okay, that I can that's, agree. With you that's on. my point. Uh, Protector of the people is more of like a flood, uh, a, a pillow fort staple. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was funny that they chose Vegeta of all people to do Protector of the people. Yes, I think yeah. I think this card art would have been better. Somebody somebody did point it out, and I actually agree with them that it should have been. Um, it should have been the, the 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 scene of when everybody's giving energy to Goku uh, for the spirit bomb, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, when he fights Majin, when he fights uh, Kid Buu. Yeah, that would have been nice. That would have been really good. It, it could have also been like you know the old the green S guard that they had where Vegeta did his like <laughs> self destruction move. Like I think that artwork would have done done pretty well on Protective View because that was also him trying to protect the the planet too. That's also an argument I want to bring up too. Why this would have been a perfect time to reprint the three drop Vegeta, the one that actually sees play in the Majin Vegeta deck. Mm-hmm. They could have reprinted it and given it nice artwork, but no. Yeah, they did. I I so I I do have a theory about why the the Vegeta stuff is better than the Goku stuff. Um, Vegeta is better. Well, that but the fact that a lot of fans uh, have especially even part of this game, a lot of people have pointed out how this game focuses more on Goku than any other character, and they wanted Vegeta get, to get more more shine. And that's one reason why we got the Vegeta as the first god rare, and now I'm assuming that it's probably the same reason why we got the uh, Vegeta stuff is better than the Goku stuff on this. It, that's, a, that's a good argument, but my, but, my, but my point of why I don't like it is the fact that there are just better cards in general that do kind of need reprints that are Goku-themed. Um, another one... Uh, I know it's getting reprinted at Gen Con, but let's be honest, that's not a true reprint. Uh, Divine, Divine Presence. Definitely you said Divine Presence. Thing. 100% agree with you. Divine Presence is a card that needs to be reprinted. Corn Tower Secret Medicine is a trash-ass pick that should have been Divine Presence. I like it. I, I disagree because they could have chosen any of the other awful Goku cards. At least this card sees has been seen uh, saw at least some sideboard play because it's good against de- uh, red decks that don't have barrier removal, like Bulma or um, uh, KP, where they don't have red cards that inherently ignore barrier. I mean, obviously you could take out Kakarot for fucking divine presence because Kakarot's yeah, not even could... a real Goku card. Exactly. Like every every card that's a Goku card, you take out the Kakarot card because Kakarot also. Desperate measures. No, nobody plays this fucking card. It already had a Goku on the original print. Yeah, what does already... desperate measures even do? It's uh, it's a counterplay if the card. Uh, it's a counterplay for blue. Uh, the battle card your opponent playing has energy cost of two or less as returned to its understanding instead of being played. Then choose up to one of your blue battle cards energy cost three or less and return it to its understanding. 
so it's not good. It's okay. Pointless card. If, they, uh, if there was so an, if there was an, they should have just returned De- Deadly Alliance. If they were going to return a counterplay like that, they should have just reprinted Deadly Alliance. Yeah, but Hit's not a Goku card. No, the one that, from the draft box that I, I, that I know what with the, with I know what I know what card you're. Oh, you're talking. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I thought you yeah. said Hit. No. Okay, you know, yeah. I, oh, I was that. saying Deadly Alliance, but yeah, I'm, no, I'm pretty sure I'm right. I got the right name. Uh, you I don't. thought you said, yeah, I thought I you don't. said it. No, it's it's uh it's it's uh um it's like it's like go uh it's like SS and Goku something teamwork. Uh, is it Draftbox four, or five, or six? Four it's or five, right? Four. It's four. It's four. No, that, that's the Vegeta yeah, card. You're right. You, uneasy Alliance. Yeah, uneasy Alliance. Okay. That deadly alliance. I was close. I was close. Yeah. No, you, weren't clo- you weren't close enough, motherfucker. Shut up. Yeah, but they already have a Dropbox <laughs> 4 card in here, so kind of... Yeah, well, I can't make that argument, because there's a lot of cards from the same set in here. So yeah, kind of... Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. It would have been nice. Uh, I personally like the the red one drop, because I played in my uh, Bardock's crew build of so Starter Vegeta. So I'm okay with this, but everything else is like... You know, the UI is great, and then everything kind of falls off a cliff from there. Yeah, some of the stuff isn't the best. Most of it, like I would say, it goes UI Goku, Command uh, Command difference of status, and then like fucking take ten steps down to get the next best card. They could have reprinted. Um, uh, what the what's that five drop Goku card that comes out for one? Oh, people are playing it in uh, the Crimson deck, I think, for to play like turn two. Um, oh yeah, yeah, Path to Infinite. Yes. Yeah. I think they, I think they could have reprinted that. To be honest, that would have been you know that actually would have been uh, another good reprint. Uh, the one the 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 three drop Goku blocker that's a one drop. Yeah. Yep. Like all the all these cards that have been better reprinted in the Goku side, just just because these are cards that see play that could use like you know an upgrade or another artwork because you know the one drop blocker isn't SR. But it could use an, uh, an, a car, an, uh, a touch up to make it like an SPR. Would y'all have taken a triple flash or a heartfelt? Yes. Play? No, because I don't like triple flash, and I don't like heartfelt. I, w- I would have taken triple flash, not but heartfelt. That's, but that's because me, heartfelt though. has a really good artwork with the yeah. uh, with the reprint that it already has. Calamity heartfelt. Challenger should have been in here. Heartful plea has two really good artworks because I still yeah. think the SPR holds up. Return of the yeah, Dragon the SPR Fist. looks amazing still. Okay, so Return of the Dragon Fist, Calamity Challenger, uh, off the top of my head, are two cards I think should have been in here. Return of the Dragon Fist, I 100% agree with you. It's starting yeah. to see a play in a lot of yellow decks because Gohan is just uh, a universally good unison, and it pairs up really well with, with uh, Goku Return of the Dragon Fist. Because the next turn, you can plus one on the Gohan, swing with it, and then play the Goku, remove two markers, and then you've got like some extreme power coming in, coming uh. in your next Path, Path to Power, I think, also would have been a great card for this, because uh, it's a Kid Goku who plays skillless cards. Um, Path to Power is not bad. I, I can agree with you on that. I think uh, I think it'd be not. I think the only reason why they would ever reprint this card, though, is that they started reprinting good skillless support because they, you know, really like to play, you know, really bad skill. I would like to say uh, uh, SSD Son Goku uh, even further beyond. But a, I like the artwork for it already, so I don't want to see another reprint because it's that artwork is so nice. It's 
I don't ever play that card, but it is my favorite card because it's got like the, the coolest name and it's got like the coolest artwork. Uh, striving to be the best would have been a decent reprint as well. Because uh, I think it's just a, a good against a I, low and slow, uh, not slow, but low and fast, like one drop weenie pound town kind of shit. We don't we don't have that in the meta though. That's the unfortunate part. Like if if like it's true, but because it's like a Goku and Vegeta type thing, they could have done both driving. Actually, yeah, they could they could have done. They both reprinted driving Vegeta in Mythic Booster though. Yes, but they didn't reprint the other driving, which, which was, could have been yeah. in here. Yeah, which was. But I'm saying like they they could have put both of them in there and just not have the, the Vegeta one and the other set. Yeah. All the uh, by the way, all the artwork for these cards, I just want to point out, are bangers except for uh, Son Goku Forever in Our Memories because he looks awful in that artwork. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Like that, like, my boy's neck out there just gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but another card that just just because I like the card and because of them limiting it to one, I think they could have also printed a new artwork for Hope of Universe 7. Um, I, I like that would have just been a cool pick for me. Like, I, 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 I don't want to agree with you, but it got a it got a reprint, and I don't think it needs another one. I understand that, like you know, I named a card that also just got a reprint. I'm not gonna argue with that. Wait, where where else did it get a reprint at? Um, the collector's box, but it because it, it's only like seven bucks right now. I would have rather oh. seen uh, Path to Greatness and Height of Mastery as opposed to the set ten bullshit that came in here. I don't- I'd imagine it would actually be a good good one. Not yeah. Even, that would be a really good you know, Even though we have a common version of it, if they made a really cool artwork, because that also never had an STLR. Like, that would have been a really good good pick. Uh, oh, no, we did have an STLR. Uh, actually did have a... Yeah, yeah I mean, actually definitely I'm, had I'm an STLR. But I would have liked to have seen Path to Power, because it, it doesn't have anything except, like, the reprint and then the original. I know there's a foil out there, but an alternate art of Path to Power, along with a new art of Height of Mastery. I I, w- I think yeah. uh, two good ones. Uh, I think I, I think the anyway. I, I think two good ones are probably going to be um, Rival Seeker for U seven for uh, Invoker and um, uh, the six drop. I, my, its name is eluding me right now. The the, uh, uh, the one that can pitch two multicolors to restand itself. No, no, no. The other six drop. The one that you play to uh, to 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 extra damage. The one that ramps you three from your energy by by uh, by popping three of your energy. Yeah. I think uh, that. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the name of that card either. Yeah, but I think those would be some good picks. But other than that, I think um, that is going to be uh, energy explosion. I, I do want to say yes. one. Yeah. I do want to. I do want to say one more before we move on. Um. Uh, Bandai, you're a bunch of pieces of shit for reprinting SS3 Son Goku to new extremes. Uh, because I've already seen several people go, man, I could just play it. Why, why this is a man? Why are people no one's playing this card? I just take one marker off the unison and play it for free for a counterplay. This card's busted. Like, you guys are pieces of shit. Don't reprint this fucking card. I know what you did. We all know what you did, you stupid. <laughs> card's awful, and you reprinted it for no fucking reason. Well, there we go. Uh, Vegeta by a landslide. Um, so if you haven't bought your boxes yet, just go ahead and put in for the Vegetas and just buy your UI Goku Kamehameha's for uh, singles. Save your money. 
dude, it's Vegeta's week. I've been telling you this. It 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 is a Vegeta filled like two months because not only is Vegeta getting the better set, but uh, Bulma, Vegeta's wife over here, has also topped twice and taking first place at Philly, but with the PPG recently. Jesus Christ! Yeah, shout out to Danny Wynn. Shout out to Cross Wolves. All those guys. Oh, he does his win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he. Yeah, uh, what was I gonna say? That deck, people, I think people really underestimate. People really underestimate because I don't, I don't ever disrespect Bowman because I play Ernest a lot and I also like the deck. Like I think people just kind of disrespect how powerful Bowman can be and the fact that it's just like people also underestimate how like hard to pilot the deck is. Ernest kind of knows how I, to pilot the deck, I think. Yeah, I I was talking to a couple of the guys on Wednesday after locals, and we were talking about how how a lot of people don't respect Bulma because they don't think that it's a good deck and the people that win with it tend to be people that are very good with the deck it's a to me I think it's just a very pilot based deck like if you're good if you're a good pilot you know what you're doing with that deck then you can you can take it to a pretty good heights if you don't play like that if it's not your style of playing defensive and everything you're you're probably not going to do very well with it no, so you actually learn it now, would you say um, that Bulma? I know you're talking about piloting defensive. Would you? Would you come? Would you say that Bulma uh, is going to keep seeing tops, Ernest? She might. It really just depends on who decides to pick up the deck, though. Like, there's certain players that'll pick it up and probably do not, like very crafty with it, like not do well with it at all. And then if some like good players pick it up, they will probably probably do pretty well. It's, probably why they, they've gotten two tops instead of just one. Uh, I mean, like, they got a win and then a, a top. So, And Danny Wynn, we already know, is a very good pilot no matter what deck he uses. So, Now, now uh, would you say that we need to ban Videl miraculously? No. <laughs> I'm laughing people, because, I, because everybody who said that we need to ban that card is retarded. Yeah, I don't that it needs to be, like, fixed. Something what? needs to be fixed. No. Yeah, the he card... did. In the, in, the, in the deck profile, because, alright, Danny said in his deck profile that he was able to super combo, like, 10 to 12 times in a game. Yes. That's I, a I, problem. I, I, That's I a problem. Think, I think, uh, so, this is why I don't... You know, if, why, later, later down, on, later on, down the line... Okay, you, know, you go ahead, you go ahead. Real quick. Why, why is it a problem with a 10k leader? Because the you're only... cycling your hand filtration wise, and it's just it's just too much. Uh, uh, what's the word? Advantage. And you're, you're anti milling as well because you're putting cards back in your deck. Yeah, but you're picking up two. You're putting one back and picking up two. I know, but the you're, the, you're the, really Videl, one the Videl card itself puts cards back as well. Yes. So you're you're like. Okay. Oh, so you're leaving out. I, I got you. I got you. You're leaving out. You're putting two, two into the deck and then drawing two. Right. Can I? I would like to make an, a Ken argument though, because anti milling, yes, but also uh, no at the end of the day, because um, sure you're putting like what is it? It's two cards back underneath the uh, uh, at the bottom of the deck, right? One. So one you put one with the gel, one with the super combo. So yeah, so yeah. you put one back underneath. But if you're grabbing, so. Let, let's, because this this argument is very valid because Janimba Mill is in the meta. Like, let's not kid ourselves. Like, Janimba Mill has started to see tops and has seen a lot and is seeing a lot of play and a lot of uh, uh and a lot of like 
PPGs, regionals. And we're gonna start seeing. We're gonna see it at Nats. I'm like, if you think you're not gonna see it at Nats, you're a fucking fool. Um, like the the car, like like Bulma's biggest weakness is anti is mill. Like, let, let's yep. just be flat out honest. The the deck is made to draw and outvalue your opponent. That is what makes Bulma very good. Is the defensive the defensive like the the defensive power it can put up and outvaluing your opponent without really realistically losing anything. So, like, if you play Mill, like, if you're play, like, if a Bulma player sits across a Jinnah Mill player, like, sure, let's say you side in your Vegetas, like, your one-drop Vegetas, and you start doing that. That card puts back three. The, the Videl puts back one, and it's, like, you have to, like, A, it's one card, so, sure, you can argue, like, uh, numbers at that point, like, percentages, and maybe it'll throw them off, maybe it doesn't. But Janimba Mill's going to do what it does best against a deck that's already defensively, because you're going to go into the late game with both decks. And that's going to be yeah. the core issue, is that um, Bulma and Janimba, uh, and Bulma just has, like, a, like I would probably say 75 to to 25% chance of winning, just based on if the Janimba pilot's good. If the Janimba pilot's bad, you're going to lose, because you can... I've seen some pretty bad Janimba pilots. So whenever you play against Janimba with Boma, even with the Videl, you're you're you cannot cycle back fast enough to to counter the the mill process that they have. Because when you do get to later games and they start milling you three or four per turn, the like it if you putting back one or two cards throughout the game isn't going to matter too too much. Because like so, if, say you get down to your last four cards, the the only thing you can do is cycle literally one Videl for a Videl over and over. So each time you you have to play one, put the other one back into the bottom of the deck, and grab a different card from your drop, and then do it again and again and again. But eventually, all four of them will be inside the deck, and then all four of them will get milled. So, like it it it's not really a help. Uh, it can prolong the game, but I don't think it'll actually like help you win. The the Bomo versus Janimba, unless uh, like you said, unless it's a bad Janimba player, you're not really ever gonna gonna get that win because there's very like it, you you have like one or two offensive turns way late game, and by that time Janimba's uh, deck will have drawn literally like all their negates. So it like you will pretty much never get through. On your few turns that you do, yeah. And I'm, that's not to discredit like the argument for Videl getting it. Like if mm. Mill ever falls out of favor and Bulma does become the issue, then of course Bandai has to address something. And I think maybe Videl might be the answer. Maybe not. Like, we, we'll never know. I don't. I don't think Videl is the problem card in the deck, though. Like, yeah, it's powerful, but again, it's only for that one deck. It's helping you get back your super combo, sure. The super combo only, like, it, it adds the 10k and everything, yeah, it lets you draw, but it, but with how much you draw already in the deck, at some point, you don't want to draw. Uh, Dan even said that in his in his uh, profile, is that at some point, he just stopped drawing with it. He was just using it as a 10k combo. You're using that with, a, again, a 10k leader. Your, your opponent is still, only still needs a combo of 5k, to match your 20k that you just went up to. So for their one card, you're still using a super combo. Like, it, it like, I don't know. I, I can't really say it doesn't matter, because I know it does. Uh, like, whenever I play the deck, I use it as an offensive thing. I'll play 
or I'll, I'll swing with my leader and combo a super combo and then play the Dell and pick it back up. And like the a couple weeks ago on stream, I played it and I only drew one super combo the entire game and I played it five or six times in that game. That's a problem. So like, like I, yeah, like I understand that, but it's it didn't give me a huge advantage or anything. Uh, when you only see one super combo, normally you lose. Yeah. So for you to be able to loop it five more times, come on, that's kind of rough, bro. That's like, let's be honest. Yes, it's a it's a five k neg on the leader, but you don't normally go for a game with leader swing on on a Bulma deck. No, and I didn't. I like I said, I only used it. I like I I have been using it as a as a offensive tool to to be able to swing with the leader because usually Bulma doesn't swing at all. Right, but it's like everything that goes into the Bulma deck. The okay, so the looping of the super combo with the the Dell is strong. The unison now with Baby even stronger now that you can play uh, and, and kind of hold your own. And then you do the Videl, and you can recycle Videl. There's just a lot of reoccurrence there that is just like very degenerate. Um, it's strong, very strong, but very like grindy to the point where like the game becomes less fun, almost like Invoker became. Uh, just this like whole nother game of Dragon Ball. Like it's not even real Dragon Ball at that point. So I think that's where this is approaching. Um, so that's why I think something... I don't know that it needs to be banned. I don't know that it needs to be limited. Something needs to change if this deck is going to take the way that it has. And obviously great pilots are the problem. If you just give this to a regular person, they're not going to do very well with it because it's very pilot dependent. But that's the same thing with Invoker. There's only two people usually that top with Invoker because they just like play it out the way it's supposed to and nobody really else can do it that way. But Bulma could be, I think, similar stance. Like if it's in the right hands, it is just unbeatable. I think um I think over time like if Bulma does start seeing more and more play, people will probably get sides. Like if you're really worried about Bulma looping super combos. There are answers to um, to Bulma. Uh, I know a lot of people. Uh, yeah, I know a lot of people are like I've been on the Twisted Sister train for a very long time. That's why. I, that's why I have like a play set of them already. Like I've been like ever since this card came out, I, I knew this card was probably going to see play at some point in the future. Like I knew right then and there it wasn't going to be. It wasn't that good. But I was like like more and more along the lines as like Bandai starts letting other decks like play with their drop area. As much as like uh, as much as their deck or hand, like it's gonna become a, a good card. Draw two apes and Ribrian are also a reason to put this card into play. There's also on color cards that do very sim similar things. They're just not counterplay draw a card. Um, yeah. So. There's also there's also um, what's it called? Um, if you're playing black, like because Twitch says it can go in any deck because it's just a one drop. So you can play it anywhere. But if you're playing black specifically. Uh, Mon or, uh, the Monster Boo, uh, Human Extinction Attacks, and the good card. And these are just cards at the top of my head. Um, uh, there are other cards that can interact with your opponent's drop area. Um, so like, like I said, I'm not saying dedicate like four fucking slots or everything. But if you're if you're if you're if you're, if you're like struggling, if you're a player who actually does struggle against matchup, because like I said, um, Bulma is not a deck to sleep on. I've never slept on the deck uh, when I played on it. When I played against it. Because I have lost to it many times playing decks that I, I believe were vastly more powerful, and I just got my ass beat. Um, 
Like I said, fucking, um... That's, just... The Videl, also, it doesn't have deflect. It doesn't have barrier. I mean, like, I know the barrier doesn't matter, but it doesn't have deflect. So anything that stops it from hitting the board also just completely screws up the whole the whole thing. Um, Red has the, the Vegeta that can stop it from hitting the board. Because you're not going to play it early game. You're going to play it late game anyway. So, like, Red has a good counterplay for it. Now Blue does, too, with the Android 18 that bottom decks it. So that's even worse because you might never draw it again. Unless you, like, if you play Baba, then you'll get the shuffle and you might get to see it again. Um, but other than that, which is another reason why that card is, is really good in the deck, too, though. Because you can put something at the bottom of the deck and then play Baba and make you shuffle your deck so you can so you can possibly draw the card you put back at the bottom. But, like, oh, it's... Been, I'm going to ban the card. <laughs> That's too much. But, like, th there is plenty of, like, counters, counters that you can stop it from hitting the field now. No, but if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. I have a lot of bad takes on this podcast. That's where I get to put my bad takes. <laughs> and then, I'll, then, I'll, then I'll tell Jonathan, hey, can you edit that? And he'll be like, yeah, sure. And then we'll edit it out. Damn right. <laughs> Y'all have no idea how much we've edited out of Ryan. Just yeah, but, um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, I don't think the Videl needs to be banned. I don't yeah. think it's a problem card. I think, But I do think down the line, if I'm wrong... And Bandai reprints something that the Videl can fucking abuse in the Bulma deck, like a Saiyan that you, the, that like can play from deck, but with another like some kind of chain, or like something that like you know actually does break the deck. And yeah, sure. sure. Hit, hit the, the, card. the the original combo that people used with it, which is I think is more broken than the uh, super combo loop, is the Vegito Unison with the Bardock and then Videl. That was a more broken loop. But right, even right now, that's not even the 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 main thing that they're that people are doing with it. That's a side deck, of course, because it's still good against certain decks that you really need it against. But like that, that is really the only broken uh, loop because it can turn off an entire like people's decks completely uh, for as many turns as you want. Are you talking about the Bardock that puts three markers on a unison? Yes. Okay. You play Vegito, you minus two. Next turn, you play Bardock, uh, you minus two again, and then you uh, you block with it the next turn because it's a twenty k blocker. Let it die, and then you play uh, play Videl, pick it back up, and then play it again. Add another three markers to your unison, minus the two again, and it just keeps going. And the Bardock also has deflect, but if that if that loop ended up becoming extremely degenerate in the in the format, then you would just get rid of uh, Bardock because that's the problem card in, no. in that situation. It would, be, it would uh, in all honesty, it would be the Videl in that situation because that's the card that's enabling. Because because you, what you're describing is a loop because I see a lot of lists that like I watched Daniel says he only ran one Bardock in the side. So two. what two? So like if you so if you play so let's say you establish a loop right. You play mm -hmm. the Bardock, and then it dies. If you don't have a Videl, your loop's dead. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's what I'm saying. Like the, the, At that point, the Videl does become the issue, not the Bardock. The Bardock is just a card that's being abused by the Videl. The Videl is not being abused by the Bardock. I'm saying the, the, the reason why it's a more, uh, more of a problem is because of the fact that it has Deflect. Like, Videl, well, you can counterplay and stop from hitting the field, and you can stop well, the loop like that. that but you can't, not, stop, you can't that, stop Bardock. 
that's not the issue. The issue is that I'm saying is you're, you're looping the car over and over again. You're yeah. getting more value out of it. You, and um, you're getting more value out of it through the Videl and not the Bardock itself. Because the Bardock itself dies. There's nothing in the Bulma deck besides the Videl that can bring it back. The Videl's extending this Bardock's life cycle to allow this to be broken. I get, I get that. I'm saying, though, like, it, it's you can't stop it from being played. So, it, like, if if they do get rid of Videl, you just run four Bardocks, and then you just... You but that, use, but that, but that's infinitely can, easier because that's more energy. To, uh, that's more energy reliant. Well, that's a, that's, that's actually less because you're you're using four energy to play a Bardock and the Videl. This time you're, now you're just using just using three every turn to play the Bardock. I I, I don't think you're seeing the the question why the Videl is the card that needs to be banned over the Bardock. I don't. Yes, I'm just aware. just just because I play the deck like, I, and whenever I wanted to loop that. If people stopped the, the you know, Videl from hit, hitting you know, the I've field... Changed, I've changed my opinion. Ban the Videl. <laughs> I, I, have, I have systematically argued my way to seeing why this Videl's broken. Ban the Videl. Everybody who thinks this is a joke, I'm not joking anymore. Ban the fucking Videl. I don't want to see infinite fucking Barbolis being played on my two energy with we're, no counterplay deck. We're talking about oh yeah, I did that too. Miraculous I did that too. Uh, I mean, ban the miraculous aid, Videl. I've already we have, we, I've talked myself into wanting this card banned. Three or less in ban. your drop area back to hand. Is that Bardock a three drop? Yes, it's yeah. a three drop. All right, well there you go. Ban the Videl. All right, ban. It's a toolbox card. You can grab back Kaioken. You can mm -hmm. grab back Bardock. You can grab back Super Combos. You can grab back yeah, anything. Broly crowns. Yeah, Broly crowns. I've I did that to a player too. I I use. I think Broly Crown six times just because I was picking it back up over and over. Ban, ban, ban the card. I have talked myself into wanting this card banned. Anybody <laughs> who thinks I'm joking, I'm not. You can message me. I'll tell you to ban the fucking card. And if you have multiple Miraculous Aids in the play area, because it's not limit one or unique, you can do that with multiple cards. Multiple cards. Wait, you can, wait can, you, can you Miraculous Aid and Miraculous Aid at the bottom of your deck and then put one in your hand? No, you cannot put one in your hand. It, it bottom decks an Earthling or a Saiyan of any any level, any any attribute or anything like that. As long as it's an Earthling or a Saiyan, uh, red or yellow, you can put it at the bottom of the deck, and then you have to grab back a three drop or lower or or less red or yellow uh, Saiyan. Guess what, bro? Videl Miraculous Aid gains Saiyan in all areas. Oh, that's right, it does. So guess yeah, what? Now, you can now, be. Now, now so you can to get back. Now I definitely want that. the card banned now. <laughs> Holy shit! The card's getting more and more broken as we talk about it. All right, let's move on before I before we figure out how to make the card like tier the deck tier zero. It's already there, boys. All right, Gen Con Altar, boys. Ah, there is a controversial thing that happened at PPG before Danny Wynn took the the match oh, against yeah, yeah, Eon yeah, Hill, and this has to actually deal with Eon Hill. So I'm going to interject this real quick. Uh, people probably know, but just in case you didn't, there was a uh, top four. A matchup between SS3 Reboot Goku and uh, Trunks Jita. And uh, the finals was Bulma versus Trunks Jita. But in that uh, top four uh, match, SS3 Reboot actually had the game in the bag. And I'm going to recap this very close, uh, very quickly so we can just discuss it. As SS3 is going for game, basically has it in time, he swings at leader... And starts comboing away his battle cards from the battle area, which is his win con. Because that time they will count, they're tied for life, 
it would have gone to battle cards next. And he, he combos off four cards. Baby Hatch, which basically goes to drop or remove from game immediately as soon as he combos it. Uh, two of the Vegeta Ready to Rumbles. And he picks up Calamity Challenger Goku and is about to put it into the combo area. And then time is called. So it was never really placed in the combo area, but after everything settled, Judge ruled that it was in combo, which made it tied in the battle area for both players. Then they went to deck count, and that's where SS3 lost his game. Uh, we reviewed the, the, the clip earlier, and I think we all agreed that it never fully went into the combo area. Uh, and I'm going right. to yeah. leave it there and let you guys kind of discuss your thoughts. He never let go of the card in the combo area because this 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 is where um this is where the the judge uh, shouldn't have gotten involved. He should have let the he should have let his the player finish what he was doing with the combo, not comboing away the hatch. He did pick up a card and was attempting to combo it. When you stop somebody from doing something that's in mid mid um a mid action, like them playing a card or them comboing a card. What's happening right now is that you're letting um, your a you're basically letting them take take a play back. Yeah, you're a gonna let them. You can a let, you a alter their thought process on the turn on the card you play. No, I understand they're making a legal action, so you kind of need to do it to let um to to before a game state becomes accepted because you know at that point he you know comboed the hatch away and then grabbed the Goku and was attempting to combo the Goku. He didn't let his hand go on the Goku to go into the combo area. He still had it in hand when the judge said, stop, you can't combo the hatch, which is also incorrect. The judge, uh, that is, you can combo the hatch. Uh, if you combo the hatch, it immediately leaves the combo area and goes straight, uh, directly out of the game. Yeah. So you are, legally, you are legally allowed to combo the hatch. It will just not be in the combo area as soon as it leaves the battle area. They let that go through the way that it was supposed to, but I yeah. think... Had they that, not uh, interacted with this swing, Calamity Challenger would have definitely gone into the combo area. I have yeah, no doubt been, about that. That's that, that's not so, that's not an argument I'm making because I, so I agree. So I, I agree with that too. The reason why it shouldn't have been allowed to be like forced for him to combo with it though is because when he went back to start doing what he was doing in the first place, instead of comboing Calamity, he comboed a super combo from his hand, and that's when time got called. And then they forced him to come up with something else that was on his field just because he had picked it up. If they technically, you don't really know what the player was thinking. He may have decided not to, to come up with it, and that's why he put it back in the field where it was. Because he didn't put any other cards back on the field where they were until until he uh, until he started to pick up the, the cards to recombo everything. Yeah, and that, that, I don't agree with the I don't agree with the fact that he should have they should have made him come with it. I understand that Eon would have lost. Had he had he not comboed with the card, but mm -hmm. at that point, why did you make? And I'm not saying that he cheated. I'm not going to say anybody cheated. To say that that's yeah. not I'm going to make. It was a ruling by the judge. It the play the players didn't the the players made the statements and the judge made his decision on what was right and what was wrong. And this isn't me saying the judge uh, made the wrong decision because uh, as a judge, you know some decisions you have to make that aren't in the rules just in general. And this is one of those, like, you know, I have to, uh, it's a call you have to make on your own, specifically. And I think that, in my opinion as a judge, he should have, um, because the card had never left the combo, because the card never entered the combo area, sure, it left the battle area, but um, he has not decided where the card's going, because he hasn't let go of the card. 
and he put the, and uh, he put the card back on the battle area. Do you think and, we should follow chess rules where like as long as your hand doesn't let go, you can do whatever you want with like put it back in the battle area, put it back in combo. Like, yes, yeah, usually, uh, usually with most card games, that's usually what people do. Because uh, I know that's how you play it in Yu-Gi-Oh. If you if you still have your your hand on the card, you can still pick it back up. Um, and I, for I with this that, game, that's how I've always played it too. I've never played it other any other way. Um, I, I yes, I do think that it should be like chess rules, where if you let go of the card, um, if you still have your card on the uh, card in the hand, you can decide if you want to combo with it or not. Because you're thinking when you pick up the card throughout the entire step of do I do this. Do that. Maybe while you're traveling with the card from the battle area to the leader, where you're comboing with, maybe you go, oh wait, he's playing green. Maybe he has fucking uh, great ape, and he's gonna pop this um, this arrival I'm gonna play right now. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he's gonna pop the Supreme Kai, because I tap one, play the Supreme Kai, and I'm like, and I'm like, this is my second swing. I understand he's playing blue, and but that's not the argument. I'm just making the argument in general right now. Right. But we don't yeah, but like I said, we don't know if it's in the rules or not. Uh, my for... my final verdict on this entire thing is the SS3 reboot player, I believe his name is Jose, uh, should not have been in this predicament to begin with, right? Like, if he knew Agreed. the rules Agreed. clearly about timing and overtime, he wouldn't have been in this, like, situation of trying to combo for game with seconds left, knowing... One, the order of which overtime rules are applied as far as, like, determining who the winner is. And two, the fact that he knows he cannot complete combo step at time. Like, you just know that it's a dead play at this point. And they've done this in Bandai events for as long as I can remember because this happened at Nats two years ago, three years ago. Uh, When I was there, like, Anthony Hernandez had a full thing about this where he was comboing uh, mid mid uh, mid combo and time was called so his his opponent basically i think the argument was his opponent was stalling on trying to out combo anthony hernandez and he knew he couldn't so he just never finished combo and he just kept going well back and forth until time was called and then he didn't have to finish right so that swing never went through uh, i remember that being a fiasco years ago yeah so I kind of I think that you got to put yourself in a predicament like don't put yourself in the predicament and uh, unfortunately things happened I don't think Jose should have been awarded the loss but again you shouldn't be in that predicament to begin with anyway. Yeah, we we don't like I said we also don't know what happened behind the scenes. Maybe the judge did tell him and Jose forgot. So that would be on the judge. That would be on Jose. Right, right, exactly. For- like we don't know all the details, but just from an outside perspective, like. It's easier to say things after the fact, hindsight, like not in position, as opposed to being in the moment, like just trying to, you see fucking red, you just go. So I don't know if the judge uh, is the one that called out the hatch being in the combo area, or if it was Eon. It should have been Eon that caught that, not the judge. It might have even been the announcers, too. Yeah, because as soon as the announcers said it, uh, they did... He, he did stop, it, but I but I don't we don't know how close the announcers were to the table for them to be able to hear or not. So really hopefully it wasn't sure. like that either. But if uh, if it is, if it that was the case, then that like all all those circumstances kind of sucked for him. But unless it was Eon that actually caught the 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 hatch, which he definitely could have. He's a good player. He's been playing forever. He he knows the rules too. 
but everybody makes mistakes. So he could have possibly not have hurt, uh, caught it until somebody said it, which in that case, uh, that would kind of be on the on the people that called it out instead of letting them play out the game. Right. That's fair. Yeah, but, but like I said, but also just in just in general, this isn't something that we're saying is anyone's fault. This is just at the end of the day, uh, a situation that arose from something happening with something. Yep. Uh, yep. That's all I want to really discuss about that. I just want to mention it and discuss it a little bit, and we can kind of move forward. So, uh, I believe awesome. we were going to talk about Gen Con Alt Art Prizing, which is like exclusive to this event, if I'm not mistaken, for now. Um, yes, I would like to refer to them as what I've called them, Chinese knockoffs. Okay. This has got. This has got to be the. Worst foiling and worst altars I think the game has ever come out with. Like, all of them except for one look like pure garbage. These don't look Which like are... real cards. Yes, like, if you showed me this card... Like, if I didn't follow, um... Like, if I, if I didn't have Facebook and, like, I just saw this card... Like, I would be like, this looks fake. This is a fake card. You're showing me a fake card. Yeah. What's worse is I think they're using textured foiling, which Magic just recently came out with a set, Double Masters 2022, and they have, like, four cards in the set, five cards in the set, sorry, that have textured foiling, and, like, the best-looking cards in the fucking game. And I think this the, the cards are used textured foiling, based on the way the Vegeta, the Frieza, and the Majin Buu look, like, based on their foiling, they look like they have textured patterned foiling. And like, um, like those cards are probably some of the best card arts in the fucking game. And like these cards look, like, look like fucking pure. Like this looks like something like, like a nine-year-old like trick drew, and then like an artist had to draw based on that nine-year-old's draw. Right. Uh... Like the freezer, the freezer looks like he's taking a fat shit. The fucking Majin Buu looks like he just fucking turned his phone on in the middle of the darkness. Broly looks like he's in fucking Saudi Arabia in the background. It's true. Um, I like, do like the Goku. The, I don't like the Goku just because of the fu- just because of one thing someone pointed out to me. Everybody's firing off a key blast in all the artwork except for Goku. Hey, it's original. Uh, I do like the Vegeta SS4 Vegeta. I think that one looks really nice. That's that. So when I said that there's only one card that I like, it's the Vegeta. Every everyone else. Every other card artwork sucks. Yeah, uh, that is fair. I kind of like the boo, but that's about it. The worst one! <laughs> oh, he's got like a bunch of fucking ugly ass little eyeballs hey, on the Hey, hey every, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. So I don't know if the what? boo has a flash issue with the key blaster, if it's literally going to be like this fucking pure white ball on the card. That's know your place. <laughs> 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 it's, it's pure garbage. The only reason why I think the boo looks kind of interesting is because it reminds me of like the old tune cards from Yu-Gi-Oh. Yep, and that's why it's trash because it's Yu-Gi-Oh related. <laughs> oh man, it's 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 awful. Um, I don't even I don't even talk about Android sixteen. One, he they photoshopped the man, and two, like the pixelated back. So funny enough, this kind of background, their uh, Digimon just came out with like cards that have, some cards have this kind of like 
foiled background, but like they have shit going on in the background that really that really makes the foiling like they they complement each other. There's fucking nothing going on in this background. He's just fucking photoshopped onto a blue background. Yeah. <laughs> looks like he looks awful. Hey, they were just giving him a uh, like instead of a green screen a blue screen. There you go. They wanted what? you to be able to pick your own background. What's funny as fuck, by the way? Is that <laughs> what's funny as fuck is that he's in between the card, like he's in front of the text box, but like he's behind the text. Yes. Like it's and, like it looks like the like this card is so fucking the card art for so fucking big. I'm pretty sure they cut off part of his feet at the bottom. So I think they do that with all of the foil cards. They put the the drawing art on top of the text box, but behind the text. I don't like these cards. They just look ugly. I'm happy that Divine Presence, the Android 16, and the Vegeta are getting reprinted because they are outrageously priced. Uh, I'm not gonna disagree. Uh, that 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 that's really good. I like that. I just don't like. How ugly they are! Honestly, they could give a four-year-old a fucking piece of paper and a, and a and a crayon as long as it's tournament legal and it's a card I want. I will gladly take it as free prizing for a, a tournament and just be able to play that. So whatever. Jonathan, I think your kid could draw something better than this. Oh, I don't, I don't doubt that one bit. My kid is amazing, and I, I, I think he can do anything. Um, and I would cherish a, a fucking custom divine presence drawn by my son that I could play. But yes. There's some plastic wrap my heart, dog. Hell yeah. He's going to be a prodigy, <laughs> bro. Um, I think this is good for the game regardless of the art, if I like it or not. I, I think three of them are duds, three of them are studs. Um, on the smash to pass ratio, it is even in my book. I'd pass on all of them. Bullshit, you would not pass on Vegeta. You're right, I wouldn't pass on Vegeta because I cut the expensive issue I made them. Ernest Chan? It's uh, speaking of artists, is fucking god. <laughs> he just he, he died. Oh, yeah. No, I had to go to the restroom. So. Oh, there we go. <laughs> he, fucking, he fucking died. <laughs> I, I think. Cut uh, that out. <laughs> don't cut that out. <laughs> no, I get I get one. Don't cut out. We're not. They're not cutting out. They're just going to the bathroom. <laughs> I had to mute uh, it for a minute so I could go. <laughs> but, uh, no, I was gonna say the only one that I I like. Yeah, I said I kind of like the the boo. I think the Divine Presence is kind of funny because it looks like he's trying to give up his phone. Why does it look his background also look like he's surrounded by a bunch of blue bananas? Oh no, those are feathers! <laughs> I just realized, yeah. those are fucking feathers! Yeah. Why so, are they Why are they feathers? Angels, I guess. And Son Goku looks like he's doing a fucking mic drop. Yeah, that's been <laughs> I didn't, well, dude, dude, I, the more I look at these cards, the more I fucking hate them. <laughs> We're gonna move on before I like just before I <laughs> decide not to go to Gen Con. <laughs> every, every time we move on, it's because we are pissing off uh, Ryan more and more. Yeah, Ryan is the needle that which we follow the ticker. <laughs> you don't want me to like a fifty-minute-long rant because Jonathan will have cut the entire fucking thing out. The amount of Ryan talk of podcasts that I have is a whole other series. <laughs> Ryan, the outtakes. <laughs> Jesus. We have, we have Altar, though, and uh, Bandai did drop their voting poll for the 5th anniversary box. So, uh, Ernest, I know you didn't vote because you asked me for the voting thing like five minutes ago. And just missed it four fucking days ago because today's July 4th. 
I'm sorry. I was out of town and didn't have service really well. <laughs> uh, uh, fifth anniversary, you got to vote for three cards in the main sets, set 10 through uh, our last set. And then uh, uh, and they had a separate voting poll for all the side sets and all the expansion sets and all the other side products like box, they got boxes and stuff like that. So Jonathan, because you and me were the only ones that voted. <laughs> right. And I'll be honest, it was such a daunting list that I don't even remember if I actually filled everything because I was just like over fucking looking at all the list of cards. Because we're talking 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, plus everything in between those sets. It was a lot to read through. And I was like, how do I only pick three cards? How? I'll tell you what I, I'll tell you what I did. All the King Piccolo cards that weren't banned. That's, that's fair. Uh, I'm pretty sure I just picked stable cards that I wanted to see. I'm pretty sure Divine Presence was on my list. Maybe Oceanus Negate. Like, just key, oh, I did. key cards. Do you remember what you picked for your expansion sets? Because our list was at least a bit smaller. Uh, it, I've had so much happen between now and, and, and then. I don't, I don't recall. Probably some bullshit that was like... Something related to like a, a niche deck that I play. I'll be honest. Uh, I don't even remember the list of expansion cards that was on there. Um, okay. Mine then. Go go with your stuff. I'm gonna do some research. I'll see if there's still. A list. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have something to say. Just since I didn't get to vote, the interesting thing is that there were three cards that you weren't allowed to vote for, which was the promo Turlis, the Ghost Warrior. The Viara from Draftbox 4 and the Analaza, also from Draftbox 4, the youth. All three cards that you played in the full power Vegex deck. Like, and also that was played, kind of interesting. Also, you played that in full power Demeager Storm. Nobody cared about that. They just cared about the A lot of people care about that. Also, I think that deck would be a lot better, right? Because you had a Demigra Super Combo you could search out now. Yeah. Which is way scarier. But, um, and they also have a, they don't have some pillow for it, but speaking on a feature that'll never be. Um, I think, uh, what was it? The three, the, I remember the three expansion cards off the top of my head, what I voted for. Because I voted for, um, I voted for alt, uh, for a reprint alt for Vegex, because fuck you, I love that leader. Always we do, remember, need, we do need a reprint of Vegex leader. I'll I'll never forget where where I started out from. Fedrick may be the man who I am today. God. A semi <laughs> a semi decent player. <laughs> That's who we have to blame. That's who we got to blame, boys. Uh, interestingly enough, Bulma's what got me there. Uh, uh, I did put my uh, vote in for um, uh, what's it called for uh, Vegeta. Uh, this I think. Uh, I forgot that uh, SS4 Vegeta was being reprinted in the Gen Con, but I did pick it anyways because the Gen Con reprints I don't think are going to be enough to stay off the high cost of SS4 Vegeta. I am talking about Fane Greening. Uh, Fane Greening is really good, and I wanted it. And I also, funnily enough, uh, Sherman Salsa was an option, the new one, and I did pick that as well. <laughs> I, just really liked, I just really liked that card, and I want the card to be available to everyone. I think that card is probably going to be a black staple. And um, I want everyone to see why I think that is very powerful. So, just in case anybody thinks that we get too many reprints of the, the Vegeta, it'll be because of Brian. 
Fuck you. Just, just like tr- trunks, heroic prospect all over again. I, I, also, I also picked heroic prospects. <laughs> no wait, I just remembered. I did. I lied. I didn't pick SS4 Vegeta because as I was voting, there was a card in front of me that I remembered that we needed to vote for, it. and it was uh, Mecha Freeze. <laughs> Oh, Repost. I did. I, was, I think I might have voted for Robotic Repost and Zamasu the Eliminator. Those are yes, two. Yes, I wish I, I wanted to vote for Zamasu the Eliminator, but I but I was going to give up my Vedrix vote, and I really, I really, really want to stick stay firm on Shroom and Salsa, so I didn't give those up. Yeah. And I just think I just think Robotic Repost is just some more played card. And that's why Zamasu the Eliminator is a bad card. Card's still insane. Yeah, I just wanted to get you know expensive staples down in price to where. Uh, regular players who are more casual could afford to play them, you know, not being hyper... Because, like, competitive players don't care. They'll they'll pay. But, like, a casual guy probably doesn't want to pitch 60 to $100 for a playset of something, of one card. Yeah, okay. Agreed. Yeah. I think uh, for main set, I voted for... Um... Oh, I threw my mouth. That was gross. Nice. I voted for... Um... Uh, Wolfang Fist, that was one of the cards I did vote for. Nice. I can agree with that I one. Think, I think uh, Wolfang Fist is a red staple. Now, I think what I think is going to happen is that we're not going to get Wolfang Fist, because I think it's going to get printed in the Pan reboot deck that we're going to get next set. Yeah, I think that could be a big possibility, because they've reprinted basically everything else now. I yeah. think we're going to start seeing like, the, the, the free counters getting reprinted, even though, like, only Wolfang Fist and Dorm Potential are good. But on the bright side, Jonathan, we get another reprint of Dorm Potential. Hey, I love it. I'd love to see it. Um, I chose... Um, oh, God. I have, a, I have like a st- stack of cards next to me that I usually look through. Um, I chose the uh, the four drop uh, Piccolo, uh, K- uh, the King Piccolo card, uh, ready to fight. Just because of the fact that I want KB to have more fancy cards. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. And uh, I did uh, choose uh, another KP card. It was the uh, the one trap one that searches top five. Yeah, I am not going to be able to recall everything I voted for. Just know it was probably red staples. Um, yeah. So we'll go with that. And uh, Ernest, what would you have voted for? Had you had the, a chance to do anything? Yeah, Mr. Four Days. <laughs> um, cards that I would have wanted reprinted. It, is it? It's from set ten to to yeah. now. Yeah, you just wore your block um, basically. Okay. Uh, well, I already like the reprint of Vision Fist that we already have, so I'm I'm good with that. Uh. Hmm. Uh, I didn't know you were going to ask me this question. I didn't have any thought process on this. Uh, top of mind, right? <laughs> if you don't have it, it's just no biggie. But like, if you could pick, like, let's just say one card. I I really really like the Crit Goku um, leader, the one that I was talking about earlier with the reprints. I would would like to see another reprint of that. Um, even though I like the artwork for the original, the original leader, the Star Trek one, that like, is, I do that think is not a recent warrior block, sir. It's not? No. Are you sure? No. Positive. Positive. That's the last set before you some warrior block. Well, my bad. So you would have been an invalid I still, vote. I, I still want a reprint of that. 
Right, uh, fucking rules. Bandai, you cowards. <laughs> well, twice. <laughs> we need to get the soundboard on my side so we can just hear it straight. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have any any cards that I think they should need to reprint. Like, there's some cards that I like and everything, but everything that I've liked so far has already gotten a reprint. It doesn't need to um, be, re- like, a need a reprint. It could be anything. They, they could let you pick fucking trash, and they'd be like, yeah, Ernest wants trash, well, reprint it. The Desert Hyena Yamcha. There you go. The four, the four drop. The yeah. rare, triple strike. Yes, yes. The one that it has the power level of a secret rare if you, if you get the effects off. Oh yeah, the fucking I don't, yeah that motherfucker big. Hey, wait yeah. for the the history of Yamcha box to come out next year. You might get it there. <laughs> Yo, can we get it? Can we get a history of Yamcha and history of Tian shit on? Because Tian yeah. barely any fucking cards. About the Tian shit on your deck, dog. What's up? Oh shit! Tian needs a red leader. Because he's an Earthling. Yes. Alright. All Earthlings deserve to have a red leader. When are we gonna get a Yajirobe leader? Uh ask and you shall receive, bro. Speaking of next Shuff. segment <laughs> Zenkai set. So this is you know, the end of the Unison Warrior block is seventeen, so we're approaching this new Zenkai set. I don't know if this is gonna be a block of Zenkai. I haven't read that far into it, but we don't know anything about the set yet except for we're getting a new game mechanic. And uh, I think we've already touched base on what we think Zenkai is. And we're going to hold off on any predictions until we start seeing some some stuff from Bandai. But a wish list, so to speak. Top three, top five cards, just depending on, on how far we, we want to go into this. I, I really think we'll, let's just go through with like a wish list of like uh, battle card, leader card, extra card. What are we looking at getting here in this new new set? I'll start with uh, with Ryan. Fuck. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, actually, pretty, um... Uh, a lot of stuff I want from Dragon Ball that they... That's, like, a lot of Saiyan Saga stuff. Not Saiyan Saga stuff, sorry. Uh, original uh, Dragon Ball stuff that they just haven't printed. Um, like, we still don't have a Grandpa Gohan leader that I would like. Um, there was a, uh, an idea I pitched to, um... Uh, fucking uh, Ernest before we started the podcast where... We had a Goku leader that was a kid Goku from the Dragon Ball uh, Saga on the front side, and Awakened to Goku from the Dragon Ball Super Saga. They're both base form, and uh, they have a field card that's the uh, the Grandpa Gohan Arena, the one that uh, uh, Baba the Witch uses. And um, it's uh, it's the scene where, Go- uh, where, where, where Goku and uh, Grandpa Gohan are fighting, and then they have either a secret or... Uh, part of their final chain, uh, they go. It's uh, Goku where he's shadow boxing uh, the the fight scene when he fights Grandpa Gohan from the original Dragon Ball. So something I'd like to see a lot of Dragon Ball, uh, a lot of OG Dragon Ball support. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe maybe in a Krillin leader. A lot of people are talking about St- Stormfist Krillin being good, but I think we just need more Krillin support in general because mm-hmm. he is a good character and he has a lot of representation in Dragon Ball because you know. He is like Goku's best friend, arguably the strongest pure uh, Earthling. Yes, yep. he, a lot. Of, a lot of people get told him that he is the strongest Earthling. Because yeah, 
I, I think uh, I think Toriyama actually said that too. Is that that uh, he Krillin should be is the strongest Earthling. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he he gave up like like because Yamcha gave up fighting and uh, Chen Jin Han uh, went to an, uh, a less fighting life of um, teaching of teaching, and uh, Krillin still sometimes does practice with um, uh, with uh, Android eighteen. Well, I was going to say that androids are technically not Earthlings, I guess, but they are Earthlings, and they're much stronger mm-hmm. than Krillin. But uh, if we're talking in the game mechanic standpoint, I think Krillin's the strongest pure Earthling. Yeah. yeah. And then I think, uh, always always pick it, no matter what, because I want to fucking see it. Um, uh, where's my Shallot leader? That's all I want. I want Shallot. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the fucking You know what? That, but, yeah. you, you know. You know what? The that's another thing I wanted to tell Bandai. Call them cowards for make androids. All androids that were made on Earth, Earthlings. They are fucking Earthlings. They were born on Earth. They are created in oh, or they were changed we into into we androids. Don't, we don't we don't get political on this podcast here, dog. Damn, dog. <laughs> Ernest joins Team Rays, and I, I see this whole new level of, of fucking savagery here. Don't you lecture me with your $30 haircut. Hell yeah. <laughs> what haircut? <laughs> We're talking about Krillin. Oh my god. Krillin gets hair in <laughs> later on. <laughs> he does. And then when he's ready to fight in tournament power, he shaves everything. Hell yeah. Aerodynamic, yeah, baby. It's got hair in GD. Okay, yeah, I think uh, also also just another two small reprints. Re- give us another Super Seventeen leader, and give us another King Piccolo leader. God damn it, that's awful. Or get, give us new King Piccolo cards for the King Piccolo leader. They don't have to be as strong; just more cards to play from the life. That doesn't even have to be a fifteen k. Make it a ten k. Don't care. Give us some more cards to play this, so we can still play the deck. So. I've probably mentioned this before, uh, I'm sure of it now, I, and I think some of us have agreed upon this, but just take every leader from, like, set 5 and below, like, set 1 to set 5, and just reboot those things to have, like, a decent, like, fucking draw on swing, right? It's not hard to ask for, uh, and then maybe, like, an alternate awakening where it's, like, draw 1, untap 1, or something, uh, and a lot of the yep. reboot leaders do extra. Like, they'll be like, untap two, draw one, or draw two, untap one, just to kind of give them that little extra edge because they don't do anything. Uh, I would love to see that uh, specifically. Uh, d- double straight Goku, untap, draw one, draw on swing, and then when it's awakened, it's uh, you can also pull a feet Kamehameha from your dropper deck and add it to your hand. I think that would be... Good enough for me to play that deck full time. Can I agree with that? I don't agree with set five because that's where we had the wish leaders. Oh, wish leaders um, need all the support they can get, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need a new wish too because we all, we've all, I mean, we had the one, but like, where yeah, the other Mike colors? Ikebora and you have fucking Zamasu. <laughs> Those are your wish leaders that are recent. Mm-hmm. The cards, the, the two cards, the two decks that don't use any desire cards. Yeah, they they that can't use true. them. That's fair. I, so like an OG type wish leader, I think would be fantastic. 
but like up to date. Although yeah, I, I did, I did uh, top yeah. with Starter Shenron uh, last yeah, year. Let's, let's definitely reboot uh, Oolong for me. Oh, yeah. Please. Give me a wish card that brings back a four drop red battle card. Yeah, Ernest just wants to bring back the Divine Presence every turn so he can just be broken with it. No, he I want to bring King back Chain Attack. I want Chain wow. Attack. I want Chain Attack. Wow. I, my, my combo with my old uh, Oolong deck was World Peace into Chain Attack into Boo from Draftbox 4 into Pan. that played us into Pan. Yeah, I remember that play. It was disgusting. You could go from like 6 life to no life in like one turn because yeah. everything's just fucking double strike plus 5k. Is that the, is that the, uh, the what is it called? Uh, the 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 Majin Buu that you take a life to give it like a shit ton of power. No, and then you play, no. Plays all, a three all drop it does from is, drop area. Yeah, it plays a three drop red card battle card from your drop area uh, to the field. That's all it does. Oh, okay. So I was talking, and, he, and he's a fifteen k. Yeah, so you can chain attack into it, but it has to be from hand because chain yeah. attack is from hand. Um. What was I going to say? Uh, something I do want to see. I don't know if it's going to be Zenkai said or not. I was talking about this with other guys. A victory strike extra card or battle card, depending on how they use it. Basically, the idea was, what if they gave you the ability, it's like a secret rare, to uh, combo with this card, pay an energy, discard your entire hand, and whatever you're swinging with gains victory strike for the en- until the end of the battle. Yeah, but I just dump my whole hand and then I victory strike. Well, you have to, like, there might be, like, a thing where it's, like, you have to pitch at least three cards, five cards. I think, I think yeah, I think an energy requirement, like, be at a certain energy, and then, like... If you pitch, like, five or more cards, this card gains victory strike. If you pitch, you know, four or less, it gains it's, something else. Like, like, like it, it's like a Chompa. So you play, um... So you combo with it, its auto goes off, and its auto is, like... Uh, it's it's like a 10k, and then like, its auto goes off, and then like if you pitch one card, gain an extra 5k. If you pitch two cards, get, uh, like the SS4 uh, Gogeta, right where it's like levels on swing. Yeah. I think that would be pretty decent. Like the max chain is like it gains victory strike. Yes, exactly. Like just gain like an X amount of things based on how many cards. And then it's like if you discard five or more cards, in victory strike. Or what if it was color based? Like if you pitch a red card, you pitch a green card. That could be pretty cool. I think it could be like a, I think it could be like a, like a like spirit bomb Goku on it from like the end of the Majin Buu. I just want them to fucking utilize the goddamn scene. Yeah. Um. I don't know. There's a lot of things that we could take. Like if you pitch uh, a unison, you pitch an extra card. You pitch a battle card. Uh, so those could be things that could go into play on this. That'd be a shit ton of text, by the way. But those are just something mm-hmm. that I'd like to see some sort of arrangement in the card game because I think those are things that were we haven't seen yet that could make it refreshed. So just be if something you did new. the if you did the color thing, you could do like uh, like say like red is critical, green is double strike, uh, blue is triple strike. And don't uh, make it original energy cost, so you can make set two Vegito fucking broken. Yeah, that would yeah. be sick as fuck. Oh, by the way, re- reboot set two Vegito. Go ahead, Ryan. Tell them how they're fucking cowards. 
Yeah, um, that ass. You guys are a bunch of fucking little fucking coward babies. Right. Reprint a goddamn reprint my goddamn set to Vegeta. Hell yeah. Please. I'm gonna I'm just say please because I already yelled at y'all about the androids being Earthlings. So oh. I apologize for yelling at y'all, but listen to us when you. <laughs> <laughs> please, Bandai, let us do some reveals. Let us get free products. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Bandai. Please, we, we we definitely don't talk a bunch of shit about you. No, only on the only on the podcast. We don't do it anywhere else. Yeah, the only place Apparently. you can actually hear us is when we talk shit. But in real life, we, we love you guys. <laughs> I talk about shit about you all the time. Doesn't matter who I'm with. He's lying. It's okay, Bandai. That's incorrect. You guys are. <laughs> yeah. Brian, and shut up. We're trying to help. I play all your games. <laughs> For some reason, I play all your fucking games. Because I play this Digimon. Is why, this I, is why he's so mad at y'all. You mess. Like, yeah, but I, I give you so much money, but you don't do anything for me. All I oh, want is a set two Vegito reboot. I, listen, I buy Digimon product. I'm gonna buy One Piece product. <laughs> Ryan, Start. Brian's a Bandai masochist. Yes. Start <laughs> making it that we all want. Man, fucking ice wall. All right, we're getting off topic here. <laughs> Ernest Chin, what else do you want to yes, see sir. in this in this Enkai? Um, the the entire uh, original Z fighters getting leaders, and like good leaders, not just like shitty offshoot leaders. Like, give us like real good leaders, please. Okay, like Tien, Krillin. Yamcha, uh, who else? Uh, New Gohan, like the younger one of them. Um, Piccolo. Piccolo. Like, we need all of them, uh, like, to be actually good. I want all of them in red, but I don't really care if they are or not. I just want them to be good leaders. Oh. I think it'd be, I think that that concept would be a good idea if they made it like the Cheeto leader, where all or they or they give it like the Universe Seven key tag, but like it's it's a it's a, a warriors of, or or what is it like Z warriors, where all your Z warriors are all colors in all areas. I, I, that would be dope. Oh, that would be awesome, actually. So uh, I have I have two trains of thoughts here now. What if they had a, a, a Z warriors leader, where it's obviously going to be like a Goku. And for every Z Warrior you have in your battle area, you gain something. Like for every Z Warrior in play, you gain plus one thousand power. Uh, and then if you have four more Z Warriors, you gain double strike permanent kind of thing. Second thing is, what if we enabled an Exodia in in Dragon Ball, where it's like if you like all these limit are unique one of something. Uh, I don't know how you would do it. Like maybe everything has ultimate. Um, which is, you know, obviously not going to happen because ultimate is reserved for secret rares. But also, states you can only have one open in your deck. Well, I was going to say like each there's like three or five different pieces that you have to have, yeah. and they're all one ofs. Uh, so I guess what limit one, or is limited. Well, well, they they make up new keywords all the time. They can make up a new one for this, right? But like, let's just say like you open with five. And it's like, hey, if you activate main, reveal this card, and like you have to do it in an order. And like, if you've activate mained on this copy and you've revealed X, Y, Z, and and whatever, 
previously, you win the game. Like I don't, I don't think it's a good idea because there's too much drawing. That, that's game. exactly what I was gonna say. You well, also have a you also and you also have a selective mulligan. Well, I mean, fucking, you can just you, if you're allowed to just victory strike somebody with fucking awakened power, right? That's uninteractable, or it was uh, uninteractable. Yeah, yeah, but awakened power is bad. Like, uh, like, 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 everybody's like, like, I'm not, I'm not joking. Like, that card's bad. Like, there's a reason why nobody Here, runs. Here's something. Here's something you, they can do. They can make the final stipulation on the last one. Like, say the first one is like, uh, like that you can do it at any point, right? And say like, there's a stipulation for each one. So like, you have to have killed like two battle cards by battle card attacks to be able to activate the second one. Um, you had to have been able to take two life with one attack. Like a double strike, uh, at least two, like at least a double strike or a triple triple strike, whichever one you're able to do for the third one. Uh, the fourth one, you have to do something else, and then the fifth one, maybe they have to be at like uh, three three life or less, or your deck is at like maybe five cards or less left in the deck. Then you can activate this one to win. Yeah, and I think Ryan. Okay, I was about to I say. Think, I think uh, Ryan. I think you're cutting out, but yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I'm not saying, it, but uh, I think uh, something like that would work. Like, um, like, 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 they don't attack. They play themselves for free, and they're uninteractable. But it's like a, it's it's not like um, and it's not like a like it's like slow win process. Right. Oh, maybe may, maybe it's those cards specifically. They yeah. they have to do the the like. Say the the second one, it has to kill two battle cards throughout the game. Uh, the third one has to like deal add a marker to this card after you've KO'd or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. And then once you're once you activate it, they go to the drop. Yeah, exactly. So you can just add those things. But like, what if you like Twisted Sister Toa them away? Does it get reset? Uh, yeah, if if you get Twisted Sister Toa, that that the part of the game. Game of interaction resets it, right. I think you'd yes. have to send it to the warp in order for it to, like, protect it. And, you know, obviously we're, we're digging way too deep into this, but I'd really also like to see a counter-activate main and a counter-play unison, like that, like old Zamasu the Eliminator. Those two things I'd really like to see in this next set coming up because there there's no interaction with activate main at all. You know what? Fuck you guys! I want I want a, a card that says counterplay. This card ignores deflect. I want to see a card that says activate main. This next card you play has deflect. <laughs> Good. I'll ignore it. <laughs> yeah, go for it. I want to be able to play old fucking bombs that, that have no protection and give it some protection. I think that'd be a little bit too too good because you can give like a lot of like really like powerful fuck ass secrets. Oh. Like just un unprecedented amount of protection. Uh, I mean, I think you yeah. if you if you make a card like that, I think it should be like a three or four cost card, so that you have to literally wait till the next turn to do it. But if your opponent forces you to play a counterplay card during their next turn, then then you don't get that effect because you only get it on the next card you play until the end of your next turn. The next battle card you play has deflect, right? Like something like. That wording, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would be really say, good. Or you, could just, or you could just say the next battle card you play, yeah, has to, yeah, yeah. Because 
But yeah, somebody don't play it. But it has to be there has to be a, a specific specified time time zone, right? Of round or turns, because uh, otherwise people will question it. Like, oh, does this just fall off at the end of turn? Like, you have to specify the time. Oh, fair enough. Um, yeah. I, I I agree. It has to be a heavy cost. But it's just like, man, so many bombs that they've printed like in the old sets, just they lose value because they don't have protection. They're, they are literally unplayable because you don't have deflect, you don't have barrier. Like two keywords that didn't exist until what, set four or set three or four for barrier and deflect. I don't know when they added it. Quick, quick question. Your house is getting broken too. Uh, I have... I have fireworks going off. Yeah, there's a lot of fuck. Yeah, there's fireworks going off outside my my window too. Um, anybody else need like want anything? I I've probably said five things already for the Zenkai set that I'd like to see. <laughs> no, I like I said more more OG Dragon Ball support, and I really want a card just for the fuck of it. That just counterplay this card ignores deflect. That uh, we're gonna get there because we already have cards that ignore barrier. So, uh, ignoring deflect would definitely be on on paper or something hey, that should happen. Real quick, uh, what exactly is Zenkai? Because I, I want to make sure I get this right. Because I think I have an idea of what it is, but I want to make sure I remember what it we is. Don't, we, we don't. don't we don't know, know yet. Now, in the series, what is the Zenkai? It's a power up. Okay, but it, it's whenever they're close to death and then they heal, right? It's exclusive to Saiyans. The ability is a genetic trait. I'm reading this on Ultimate Dragon Ball Wiki. I'm reading. I'm reading the same thing. Yeah. Okay. It's um. It's it's so what? Like, yeah. It's, so it's when when uh, when Krillin shot Vegeta in the chest on Planet Namek, and then he got fully healed by Dende. Like he he received a Zenkai boost. So whenever Saiyans are near death, uh, oh fucking shit! That might just like reveal the whole thing. Like whenever you're near death, you're gonna get like big power boost. Uh-huh. Hey, if you're at two or less life, X. Or if you're taking the last damage, uh, trigger ability, something like... Maybe you have a like built-in... Um, I scrolled down at the bottom. I scrolled down at the bottom of Zenkai, and it says, Others like you have also viewed Super Saiyan 100 and Cell. Hell yeah, <laughs> Super Saiyan 100, baby. That's the new fucking secret rare for you're not, you're not hiding shit from us, Bandai. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's that's pretty much what I was what I was trying to get get to because I wanted to make sure I got that right. Um, I, I was pretty sure that I that I had that right, but I wanted to make sure. What if they they do bring back like cards that, uh, like revive type, uh, stuff? They <laughs> might bring back stuff like stuff that where once it dies, you can bring it back, and maybe it has like an extra. Like one thousand or maybe five k power. Now that you brought it back, um, but it has to be a sand or something like that. But that would be kind of cool because because we don't have very many like monster reborn type cards other than like the old wish cards. So since they kind of shot wish in the foot, maybe we'll get some stuff like that. But it'll be more specific instead of like just anything. Yeah, that'd be nice. But that goes to the wish part. But I think we talked enough about Zenkai. Yep. Uh, any other topics y'all'd like to discuss before we roll out into shoutouts? I'm good at mine. I'm good. All right. Well, uh, Ernest, I'll have you start on uh, on shoutouts today. 
Hi, uh, shout out my t- new team, uh, Team Rays. Not my new team, but the new team I'm on. Uh, shout out all you guys for welcoming me and recruiting me and everything. Like that was still really cool of you, all you guys. Um, that was kind of the coolest thing I've ever seen. Like the whole team coming up to me and giving me at least one reason why I should should join. Like the, that was some. Cool solidarity there for, for the whole team. <laughs> um, uh, other than that, like shout out to the rest of Houston, and um, I got to add to the the Galaxy Gaming best store in Texas thing now. <laughs> Hell yeah, Batman! <laughs> uh, but still, shout out to the Angleton shop where I still play, I still play. sometimes. Uh, and yeah, that's about it. Shout out to my old team guys. Oh yeah, right. Uh, definitely shout out to the team, team race. Big shout out to Ernest. Uh, glad he's a part of us now. We have consumed him like the chimera we are. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, Galaxy Gaming. They just had their fourth year anniversary, so um, it was super fun to you know uh, celebrate it with them. You know, they had a bunch of uh, a bunch of giveaways and stuff like that. So definitely. Uh, glad to see the shop, uh, you know, thriving for Warriors, and hopefully we get to do for any many more. Uh, definitely, big shout out to uh, Houston. Um, I'll take a, a, a. I'm gonna take Jonathan's on here. Shout out to all the haters. Uh, talk shit, get hit. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! And, uh, new, new, new soundbite for the soundboard right there. <laughs> uh, go ahead and uh, take it away, uh, Jonathan. All right. Well, uh, shout out, shout out to the Salt Boys, uh, swag champs of, of all of Dragon Ball 2022. Uh, shout out to uh, Alter Ego Cards and Games out in Baytown, the, the official store of the Salt Boys. Uh, in my opinion, the best shop in Texas and in the galaxy. Uh, um, it's 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 always it's always one of us that rushes to say it. Because, because we have to. We do. We always have to. Uh, shout out to uh, Ernest and to Ryan, obviously, because they are my co-hosts on Thinking on Charge. Um, shout out to the haters for the second time, because, you know, fuck y'all. But we, we love uh, and appreciate the hate, because we're doing something right at that point. And shout out to all of the community in Dragon Ball here in Houston. Uh, we want to have a strong uh, solidarity between community shops, so keep supporting the locals. Uh, other than that, guys, I think that's going to be it for us. So uh, we'll see you on the next one. And Champa. Uh.